Hello and welcome to the Sailorville Church Parenting Podcast. Our goal is to partner with parents to find biblical solutions to real-life issues. It's almost Mother's Day, so the moms are taking over the parenting podcast today. We are going to be talking about all things motherhood. I'm Alyssa Leonard, and I'm hosting solo for this episode. And my guests today are Jen Vogt, Alice Bear, and Dee McCracken. And the first question we always ask our guests is, will you share the ages of your children? So since we have three, we're going to start with the youngest children. Jen's going to go first. She'll tell you her name, although I just did, and the ages of her kids. Hello, I'm Jen Vogt, and I have three boys. Uh, Hanks is five, Maxwell's three, or Calvin's three, and Maxwell's 10 months old. So, Hi, I'm Alice Bear, and I also have three boys, and my oldest will be 22 here very soon. I have a 19-year-old, and then my youngest will be 15 next week. Mm-hmm. And I'm Dee McCracken, and I have three sons as well, (laughs) and they're a little older. They're 31, 33, and 35. Yes. So thanks so much for joining me today, ladies. I am really excited about this conversation. And obviously, everybody just heard from the ages of your children that we're all in a little bit different stage of motherhood or grandmotherhood. Um, And I realized after I asked you all on here that I inadvertently invited (laughs) all boy moms. Mm -hmm. So I'm here representing the girl moms um, with the elementary age girls that my girls are uh, seven and nine. Um, but really the reality is that all of our kids need Jesus and Mm -hmm. so do we. So that's what we're here to talk about today. So jumping right in, our first question is, would you share some of the joys in your stage of motherhood? What are you enjoying? I can go ahead and share for you. So, uh, you know, we're at the ages that we're at, we're late teens, you know, early Mm twenties, kind of that transition between, you know, teenager to young adult. And, um, I'd say one of the joys that has been for, you know, in watching my boys is watching them take on responsibility and not just responsibility for their, you know, their paths in life, whether it be school or career, college, dating, things like that, but also in their faith. Mm -hmm. Um, We've watched that with our oldest son and when he went off to college and just how just being there and and he went to a Christian university, but just having that opportunity to be fed into by someone besides us and our church family to help him make his faith his own. And we're seeing the same thing with our middle son as he's um, also attending a Christian university, a different one. Um, but just this freshman year of college is just that time where they're finally stepping out from underneath your wings mm-hmm. and stepping out on their own. And it's not all roses. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they question, you know, I've, I've heard this my whole life. I've been told it my whole life. I've watched my parents live it my whole life. Do I truly believe that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's, it's been it's been challenging, but also joyful to watch him ask those questions and truly make his faith his own. Mm. Um, yeah. And we're also seeing it with our youngest as he's now going to school. We were homeschooling for a while. Now he's going to school at Ankeny Christian. Mm-hmm. And again, just that opportunity to step out from underneath mama's wing and walk out on his own. And what choices are you going to make? What friends are you going to hang out with? Just, yeah, that's a big mm-hmm. joy for me is just watching them as they're growing into this responsibility, but mm-hmm. in a safe way, you know, yeah. and, and 
being able to take these little steps while they're learning how to become adults. Mm, that's so good. What else? What are the joys? I think there, I'm like in a particularly interesting stage of where it feels like there's like so many new joys every single day. Mm. They're just changing so fast mm -hmm. and really seeing them do anything and learn any new thing, which they are doing constantly is just so joyful to, you know, just from them starting to interact and mm -hmm. laugh and wave. And then, you know, as they're going into school with Hanks being in preschool and just seeing him you know, have friendships and learn about the Bible more and start mm -hmm. telling us verses, which has just been so rewarding to see all of that and um, just interacting with their siblings and being a big brother. And so it's just, it's just, there's so many joys every yeah. single day. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. I love it. I feel like I am enjoying the fruit of my labor a little mm -hmm. bit more at this stage, just having the boys, the guys um, out on their own. <laughs> And following some of the example that we mm -hmm. set. Mm -hmm. So it's very encouraging to yeah. still have spiritual conversations and mm -hmm. like that. So, yeah. And watching them parent. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And I would say in, in my stage with this, like school age, you know, elementary age kids, we're just having really fun. It's fun, like playing games with my kids. I was thinking about it like. You know, it's not that like we don't have, we're not playing pretend a lot. They're still playing pretend sometimes, but like we're getting to like play actual games. Like yeah. we're playing board games and um, Adriana's played volleyball this spring. So mm -hmm. we get to like learn some volleyball skills and play some of that together. Just some of those older kid things that they're understanding. And um, that's just been really fun. Mm -hmm. Just having fun with them in like an, I don't know, an older way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's just there's so much joy. Just um, I think sometimes we hear. Well, the next stage is going to be better. But like, I love to hear that we're enjoying the stage that mm -hmm. we're in. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think that's, that's really good. That's part of, you know, I think God's word talks about being thankful. And so we can be thankful for the season that we're in without mm -hmm. wishing away, without wishing for what it used to be or what's going to be, but enjoy where we're at. Mm -hmm. um, but then on the flip side of that, um, what are some of the challenges of the, your current stage of motherhood? Mm -hmm. What's hard? I think that, the most challenging thing is just the balance of all of it. Mm. It just feels, and it's so busy in a different way than, you know, your guys' stages of just activities or, you know, things like that. But it's just so busy in the balance of keeping your house and, you know, playing with them and mm. working part-time and like all these different things and just having your own personal time too. And then on top of that, just the mom guilt of, literally everything like I <laughs> worked too much or I didn't get enough work done but I got the house done but then I didn't play with them enough and mm -hmm. yeah. you know or just like not being as involved in your own things that you want to do at church or with your friends mm -hmm. and so just constantly finding that balance of getting it all done mm -hmm. or getting what you need to get done mm -hmm. and then just enjoying it instead of feeling guilty for not having done yeah. something else yeah yeah so I don't know how that <laughs> happens, but we're trying to figure it out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. having to yeah, figure out what's the priority right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What can I do today? What mm -hmm. do I need to do tomorrow? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. We can't do it all. Can we? Mm -hmm. I was thinking kind of along similar lines with our age um, of our girls. It's just getting busy. You know, we're starting to do more activities. Yeah. And um, I know some people start the sports and the things way before this age, but this is kind of where it's starting for us in the school activities. And so it's not just about our kids coming along 
on the things that we're doing. Now we're tagging along on their things. And um, so, yeah, it's, it is busy. They start having their own schedule. Of yeah. Things and, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. it was busy when they were little, too, but busy in a different way. And yeah. so, yeah. you know, just full schedule is always Always hard. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, as I mentioned, you know, we're kind of on that cusp of young adult and older teen and kind of learning that independence. And I'm finding the challenge of not helicoptering, mm-hmm. you know, not what letting them fail, letting them struggle, mm-hmm. letting them and not and not gauging how I'm doing as a mom in training them or teaching them based on how they're doing. Yeah. Mm. You know, just because they're struggling doesn't mean that I did a poor job. Yeah. And just because they're doing great doesn't mean I did a great job. That's a you good know, point. It's resting in. Yeah. I am. My goal is to teach and train my children. I know that I'm doing it imperfectly, but I desire to do it with the Lord's help. Mm-hmm. But then allowing the Lord to work in their lives and not, you know, not feeling like I need to smooth it all over and they don't ever need to struggle or have a trial. In fact, we've prayed for our children to have trials Mm -hmm. in our home because we would rather them struggle Mm -hmm. in our home and be able to parent them through that. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. if you're helicoptering, if you're trying to just smooth it all over, then you're just, you know, you're, you're wasting that trial for them you're not allowing them to learn from that and let the lord work in their life yeah i was just talking about that very thing with someone today of how you know we would we would love to just take away the struggle for our kids mm-hmm. like i don't want my kids to struggle mm-hmm. but at the same time when i look back at my own life and i see the places where god grew me the most it was the struggles mm-hmm. and so i can't wish those or take those away from my kids because I'm really thankful for those in my life as hard as they are. You know, I love that you want to do that, help them while they're in your home, Mm -hmm. because that's what it's about, you know, pointing them to Jesus and saying, you know, this is Jesus says in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. And you get to walk alongside them and teach them how to take heart, Mm -hmm. you know, point them to the Jesus who's overcome the world. Yeah. That's really good. Mm -hmm. D. Probably my biggest challenge is not saying too much. (laughs) 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 Nobody wants their parent to come in and tell them how to parent Mm -hmm. or how to do this or that. So Mm -hmm. I want to just come along inside and encourage them, but not... Um, tell them what to do. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure that's, that's hard. That sounds really difficult. Actually. <laughs> when you're used to training, that's our job now yeah. as moms mm-hmm. is yeah. to train them, to teach them, and to tell them how yeah. to do things. And when and you're then, still their mom, yeah, yeah it's just yeah. 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 Oh, yes. So, um, kind of changing gears a little bit. What does friendship look like in your season? Jen kind of mentioned it even in her challenges of like finding mm-hmm. time for our friends. So what does that look like in your season, your friendships? Mm-hmm. Anybody? Yeah, I definitely see, you know, we actually just have one. Well, I'll, I'll change that. We have two living at home, but one is graduated college working. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really just have one son left in our home under our, you know, our, our reign or whatever. <laughs> and, um, so just having that one there, we have more time mm-hmm. and not necessarily time just to fill up time, but I do have that opportunity to call up a girlfriend and be like, Hey, let's go get some coffee or, you know, let's, let's get together. And, um, that's, but our friendship is all, it's also changing with our children. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're spending that time with them as well. 
you know, we're able to have some great conversations. And like you said, game time, even, Mm -hmm. you know, that like we're seeing a friendship um, with our kids. And then there's significant others that, you know, (laughs) uh, my oldest is getting married this spring Mm -hmm. and my middle is uh, starting to date. And so just seeing that, being able to have that friendship with them, with their significant others um, coming around, you know, being at the house and things like that. That's, that's really fun. But I think even more importantly than that, I've, I'm seeing it as an opportunity to cultivate the friendship with my husband as well. Mm. You know, not just, oh, it's time to pour into my girlfriends and have my Mm. girl time and all that stuff. But, you know, you spent all this time, you know, parenting together Mm -hmm. and, you know, starting as friends and not that our friendship really waned or died during those growing (laughs) up years, but having time to spend specifically with my husband and to Mm -hmm. build that friendship again and see what things we do enjoy doing together now that we've even grown a little bit and maybe changed. And um, yeah, so that's been fun. Mm, That's cool. Good answer. I would agree with that too. Just just finding out what you're really about again. Um, And I think it's, it's really nice. Kind of like you said to Alice, just to have time for girlfriends Mm -hmm. or people at work too. I mean, for so many years, it was like, we were rushing after kids activities and Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I had any friends there for (laughs) consumed with kids. And now I just love it because we can have somebody over for supper or Mm -hmm. go out and build into other people's lives. I have a couple of young women that I've mentored the last couple of years. It was just nice to have That's time awesome. to do that. Mm-hmm. So, and I consider them my friends, even though they're younger. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. anyway. I love it. That's mm-hmm. so good. What do you think? Yeah, I, it's hard to find time for that, but I know especially how important it is to have them in this like crazy season of you know, figuring out how to be a parent and how to continue to parent as mm-hmm. you continue to add younger ones to mm-hmm. your mix. And um, I think just finding your core of people has mm-hmm. been so helpful for me of like the girls that I know if I need prayer and I text them like they're mm-hmm. not just gonna be like, oh, yeah, we're praying for you. Yeah. Like they really are praying for you and they're really getting you through whatever it is that you need. And um just finding moms in similar stages, I think is so helpful yeah. too, because mm-hmm. they understand what you're going yes. through. Their schedules are typically similar to yours uh-huh. mm-hmm. and, um, you know, you can have play dates and stuff and that helps your sanity and, yeah. you know, for your kids <laughs> to play. And so I think just finding the ones that, you know, are really gonna be there for you in the ways that they say they will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about, you know, motherhood and the, two stages that I've been through with the little guys like you and now with the school age kids. And I was like, well, what did friendship, like, how is it different than it was before? And, um, when my girls were little, it was a lot of play dates and it was, it was like parenting together. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. we, we just, we'd go do the same things and our schedules are the same. We had nap time. So we all knew Mm -hmm. like, okay, we can only have this time. (laughs) Like everybody's got to go to end it. Like nobody felt bad leaving or, um, Mm -hmm. anything like that. But then now with school and like all these things, like it's harder in some ways to get together with friends. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like, well, so how do I connect with my friends? And honestly, Marco Polo is such a <laughs> gift. I mean, we just had a thing about technology here at church mm-hmm. and, but that's one app that has just been a real gift to my friends and I, in that we don't always have time to be able to like go in person and get together, but we can send a Marco Polo and 
Um, and even like my friends are really great about asking like really hard questions and mm-hmm. saying like, what's going on in your life? Can everybody tell like, how's your marriage? How can mm-hmm. we pray for you? And just at Marco Polo. And so when, whenever you have time, you listen and you respond and it's not, mm-hmm. we, we don't all have the same time available. And so that's just been a really sweet gift, um, to be able to keep connecting with them. And obviously at church and, you know, those kinds of things too, but mm-hmm. that's kind of a place we can personally and more, um, intimately connect as friends. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fun. Um, so Alice, you kind of already alluded to this next mm-hmm. question. Um, but are there ways you are working to keep your marriage strong in this season? I mean, mm-hmm. each season has difficulties and marriage is never easy. Mm-hmm. So maybe Alice, you start us off since you already started talking yeah. about it. How, <laughs> how are you working on your marriage? Yeah. So one of the things, um, kind of to preface that I've, the Lord has, worked in my life to show me a couple of idols that I struggled with and had worked through. And so control being one of them and identity and, um, with control, like, you know, when the kids are younger and you're kind of more in this zone defense, you know, you're trying to figure out, you know, okay, you've got this one. I've got that one, you Uh know, they've got struggles, this and that mom's home with them more. Um, you tend to take on more of the discipline and things like that. And so, I controlled, I, uh, I wanted control. And that Mm. is an area where the Lord has really worked in my life and showing me that he is the one in control, not me. And, but my grasping for control caused conflict between my husband and I. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think more from my end because I'm grasping for that control, you know, and just so, um, I've, as the Lord's been working on that and kind of showing me that, he ultimately is in control. I think that has grown the relationship between my husband and I. It's, dr- mm. it's drawn us closer to one another because I'm now not fighting against his authority as the, you know, the head of our household. I'm now learning how to truly submit to my husband mm-hmm. and, um, and to kind of step out of the way and let him be that leader of our household that I so desire for him to be. But my grasp for control was hindering that, Mm -hmm. you know, so that's, I would say, you know, identifying those idols and, and allowing the Lord to work on me during that, um, has definitely grown our marriage and, and grown us to be stronger, especially in that time where things are changing and our children are leaving the home. And now it's, us, you know, mm-hmm. we're, <laughs> it's like, Oh, there you are, you know, <laughs> but also that has provided us more time to go for walks, sit together, you know, watch a show together, even sit and do devos together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's where we didn't have that time before. We now have so much more time for conversation and, um, and it's just, it's, yeah, it's been sweet. And mm-hmm. just to be able to, yeah, get to that, get to that point where, I am in submission to him mm. has just made that relationship sweeter. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's really good. good. Any other thoughts? I think marriage always takes effort in any mm. stage of your yes. life. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we have to work at it too and just be intentional yeah. with our time. You know, we're, we've kind of set a goal to pray for our grandkids, you know, and, mm. Um, and I'm probably the one who feels it more than my husband does. I like, I need time with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not a lot, but, you yeah. know, just yeah. for yeah. the basics, if nothing else to communicate. But, mm-hmm. you know, just to work through things together, too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anyway, it takes effort. It doesn't happen naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, that yeah. is for sure. Mm-hmm. That's good. I think 
you know, with us, we're just, con- it feels like we're constantly like reevaluating mm. what's working, mm-hmm. what do we need to continue to make time for? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it changes a lot and it's a lot of good intentions of like, well, we'll do this and this. And then, you know, time and life mm-hmm. happens and that doesn't happen. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that we're just constantly trying to evaluate and just, it's so funny. We were, I think it was last year for Valentine's Day or maybe two years ago, we went downtown and like mm-hmm. stayed in a hotel for one of the nights. And the next morning we saw Don and Mary Godwin in the lobby and oh. we're like, oh, what are you guys doing here? Like, you know, we're eating yeah. at the restaurant. And he's like, no, we're checking in for a couple nights. Oh. <laughs> and I just, ever since seeing that, I think of that moment so often mm. of just being like, you know, in moments where I'm just like, ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for another thing to work on. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like you said, there's conflict in me wanting control because <laughs> that's definitely something that I'm constantly trying to give back to the Lord because it's not mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, when the kids are crying or mm-hmm. whatever, it's just a lot. And so, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So little bickering. And I just constantly mm-hmm. think of that moment where we saw them. And it's like when we're their age, I want to be mm-hmm. checking into a hotel, still yeah. working on our marriage, still mm-hmm. enjoying each other. And, you know, if we don't fight for that right now, I know that's not where where we will be. So mm-hmm. I think that was just such a sweet thing that the Lord like let us see to be mm-hmm. like, keep fighting. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. We had a similar experience um, where Jared and I were we're going out to eat one night and we went into the restaurant and they seated. It was like very busy and they seated us at this table that was right next to Jeff and Linda Hardy, Mm -hmm. like so close that it, we basically had a double date. It was like, (laughs) we can't really sit here and not talk to you. We know you. I mean, maybe if it was strangers, we could try to ignore it, but it was like really close together. And so we just had this accidental double date with them. Mm -hmm. And um, I just talked to Linda about it a couple of weeks ago, even. And she said, Oh, we just talked about that time that we ran into Mm -hmm. you. And that was so fun. I'm like, we think about the same thing Mm -hmm. that that was so fun. And, Mm -hmm. but they're, they're empty nesters and they were still going out on a date. Mm And And I just love them so much. And they're example and just mm-hmm. their love for the Lord and each other. And mm-hmm. so yeah. it's it really good. cool. Yeah. yeah so I do good. love what you said, Deb. Just it's, it is intentional. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have yeah. to make that, you know, decision. Yes. This is my marriage. This is a marriage mm-hmm. that God gave us. And we're going to be intentional about that. Yeah. That's, yeah. it's not an option. You know, that's, I love that word. Yeah. 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 Or even probably, you know, Alyssa, like just finding time to be with each other mm-hmm. and not necessarily mm-hmm. a date because we don't get those all the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. But like, even like tonight, we're going to, once we get the kids down, this is what we're going to do mm-hmm. yeah. so that we don't waste the little bit of time we have once they're mm-hmm. finally down. Yes. Um, but to just do more than just like turn on the TV and zone mm-hmm. out and then go to bed because yeah. that's really the only time we have to talk to each other. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. I, you know, I mentioned earlier the busyness of this season that we're in. Um, and really, we're all busy in mm-hmm. different ways. Um, but one of the things, a habit that Jared and I have started is Mondays are at lunch. <laughs> he comes home for lunch. I'm not working on Mondays. And he comes home, and that is our planning meeting. And mm-hmm. we pull out our calendars <laughs> and we talk through because he makes fun of me for my paper calendar. And, <laughs> but I pull out my paper calendar and he, oh, we look at our phones and look at the phone calendar too and talk about, okay, what all is happening this week? Mm-hmm. 
is there somewhere we need, like, you need to go here and you need to go here and we need to, you know, transport this or that or um, just what's happening? And at the same time, um, we kind of talk through, like, are there things we need to say no to? Um, you know, or are there things like, can we do this? Can we add this to our schedule? Mm -hmm. And we're trying to really think through, um, are there things we need to say no to so that we can have some margin Mm -hmm. in our lives? Um, and it's, it can be really hard Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we want to do all the things Mm -hmm. and we want, but nobody, nobody really does it all. You know, (laughs) Instagram tells us that there are people that do it all, but they really don't. Nobody does it all. (laughs) Um, and so just finding the things that we can make space for a marriage, Mm -hmm. you know, make space for working on those things, make space for spending time together or Mm -hmm. going on a date. Um, and just having to say no to some things to Mm -hmm. make that a priority. Yeah. So, what have you been learning about God in your current season in your life? I love what Alice said about just the control and like identifying that as a problem in your life. And that's definitely something that I didn't really realize before I had kids. I mean, maybe to an mm-hmm. extent, but it was just like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But having children has so amplified that in kind of even a confusing way of, you know, in certain aspects, we are in control to make decisions. We're responsible to do Mm -hmm. so for our kids that cannot make decisions for themselves. Mm -hmm. And so I struggle with finding the balance of, well, I have to make these decisions Mm -hmm. to move this way or this way or what they're going to do or, Mm -hmm. you know, with health challenges or anything like that. Um, But in all of it, also realizing that my decision-making and my efforts only go so far. And Mm -hmm. it is the Lord that is in control of every aspect of their Mm -hmm. life. And so that is something that I'm constantly learning to give back to the Lord and to also recognize when I am going through a time where I'm probably a crazy person to live with. (laughs) Um, But sorry, Colin, I'm working on it. But also just trusting the Lord kind of hand in hand with that, with my kids. I feel like trusting Mm -hmm. the Lord from myself and for things for Colin and I have Mm -hmm. always come very easily to me because the Lord has, you know, gotten me this far and I Mm -hmm. felt like I can really trust him and I know that he's done what's best for me. And so that's not an issue for me. But when I think of, you know, I just feel like a constant question I feel like the Lord is asking me is, but do you trust me with your kids? Mm -hmm. And then it's like, Mm -hmm. like I want to, and I know that I have to because I have no control otherwise. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But it's so hard when it's with our kids because, like we talked about, you want the best for them. You don't want them to face hardship or, Mm -hmm. you know, any sort of challenge in their life. And so, yes, I just feel like the Lord's constantly like, "But do you trust me Mm -hmm. today?" Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like every day, it's like I have to make the decision that today I'm going to trust you. Mm-hmm. whatever comes our way mm-hmm. that you love them more than I do and that you are in control mm-hmm. yeah. one day at a time. Right? Yeah. yeah. Trust him for today. That's good. That's Definitely. Right. Yeah. I would say one thing that I've learned is that prayer at times is my only option, mm. you know, mm-hmm. and that, and that's what the Lord wants. He mm-hmm. wants me to pray and then trust him. And allow him to work. And I mean, we have, we have a son that's all the way out in California and 
there's not much I can do. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, when he's when he's struggling or even just the whole travel back and forth between college and home thing. I mean, he. I have to trust that he can get to LAX from where he's at because yeah. he's near Los Angeles. You know, I'm like, <laughs> well, take the train, get a yeah. get an Uber, find a friend. I don't know. But, you know, yeah. So prayer, you know, prayer is our one option. And that is the only thing that we have control over is whether or not we pray mm. um, and then trusting in the Lord. Um, but we've also seen God's faithfulness and provision mm. for our family as well. And just helping with, you know, college expenses and um, just seeing God's faithfulness, even in the the health struggles that we've had in our family as well. And just trusting him in that too, you know, and there's, you know, yeah, it's just, yeah. I feel like Peter sometimes on the shore where Jesus is asking him, do you love me? Except it's, do you trust me? It's like, well, I do, you know, no, no, no. Do you trust me? You know, you know, I want to trust you. Right. Right. And, and, the Lord does know. I mean, our we do trust him, but just like Peter couldn't tell him that he, you know, agape loved him. He, you know, he's like, well, this is what I've got, Lord. It's, it's love, but it's imperfect. You know, it's trust, Lord, but it's imperfect trust. And yeah, we just, yeah, rest in that. That's good. I think um, God just shows his faithfulness and just every day, you know, mm-hmm. there's grace for today. There's mm-hmm. morning mercies. Um, and that's probably in every season. Um, but then also uh, this age has, this age of kids has really exposed or b- maybe shed light on my relationship with the Lord as father mm-hmm. and, and how just that, that relationship and how much I love my kids and want them mm-hmm. to like, come to me when they're struggling or like, I want to help you. You mm-hmm. just have to let me know what's going on. And, and the Lord already knows what's going on in my life. Um, and he's just waiting, like, just come on, mm-hmm. here I am. Let mm-hmm. me help you. I want to help you. I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he's, he just offers us grace and compassion. And, um, so just seeing that with my kids, mm-hmm. like, the, how much do I love my kids? And, you know, the Bible text says, well, how much more than does God want to give good gifts to us when mm-hmm. we as sinful parents want to give good gifts to our children? How much more um, does God want to do that for us? Mm-hmm. Do you have any thoughts, Dee? You know, it was very similar as far as God's <laughs> faithfulness. That's what I was thinking mm-hmm. about, too. We had a or my husband had an elderly aunt that died at age 97 a couple months oh. ago and we were with together with family <clears throat> and she went to be with the lord and it was just really we were looking at this strong legacy mm. of people who went before us and prayed for us mm. on his family and my family and it's just really motivated me to pray for our mm. kids and grandkids mm-hmm. and stuff like that so but, but god's god's faithful so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's so good um what scriptures has God been using lately to encourage you in motherhood? I haven't gone first. I'll go first on this one. Um, we So it's our first year to send a child to camp. Mm-hmm. So Adriana's going to camp oh. this year. It's such, it feels like such a big milestone moment. Yes. Um, but of course... Um, our kids memorize or have the opportunity to memorize scripture to, mm-hmm. to go to camp to earn a scholarship. And so this year it's Romans 12. And Adriana and I work to memorize that together. And, you know, incidentally, Kenley has memorized a lot of it too. Mm-hmm. Um, but that just has been just, first of all, the act of memorizing together and 
I really wanted her to see, you know, scripture memory isn't just for kids. I think sometimes we give our kids that impression because we tell them to memorize, but they don't necessarily see us working on that skill. And it is easier for them sometimes, but it's that doesn't mean that God's word doesn't say it's just for kids. You know, the Bible tells us we all need to meditate and to memorize and um, to know God's word. And so just the fact that we we worked on that and then it's just fresh in your mind. And so something comes up and my kids are arguing or fighting or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I say, Hey, remember Romans 12 when it says Mm -hmm. so far as it depends on you live peaceably with all, Mm -hmm. are you living peaceably (laughs) with your sister? Um, and just those principles, you know, come back to mind when you've been working on that. So that is one that has Mm -hmm. been really special to us, even just in the last few months. Mm -hmm. What else? I feel like I have so many that I have (laughs) been going back to time and time again, just because, you know, with so much going on and just different, you know, we're waiting on some stuff for my youngest son that has just been a little challenging. And so, um, it's all we have, you know, the Bible is just everything we need and, um, just what we need every single day. And so I just think of a couple like Isaiah 26, three that, um, just talks about him keeping us in perfect peace Mm -hmm. when we fix our thoughts on him. And it's like, that's such a good one for everything, you know, Mm -hmm. like just peace of your mind is what I feel like we need peace in most because that's our thoughts. That's everything. And so just Mm -hmm. fixing, you know, through scripture, our thoughts on him. And, um, specifically lately, I've been thinking a lot about Mark four where, you know, he calms the storm and, um, you know, they're asking him like, don't you even care what is going on? And you're just not even caring about us. And he just says a couple words, just be still silence and the storm stopped just like that. And, um, then he just asked them, why were you even afraid? Like, don't, Mm -hmm. don't you know that I'm going to take care of you? Like, where is your faith even at for Mm -hmm. this? And I just am so comforted by the truth that, anything in our life, one word, and it could be done, Mm -hmm. you know, anything, health scares, you know, Mm -hmm. trials you're going through problems you're having with friends or marriages or whatever. Mm -hmm. I know that the Lord has the power to stop any of it. And it's Mm -hmm. just so comforting to know that he can do that. Mm -hmm. And even if he doesn't like, where is your faith? Mm -hmm. Like I will get you through this. And so I've just been so comforted by the fact that he did that, you know, calm storms of different kinds so many times in the Bible. So we know that he can do that and he is faithful to do exactly what we need when Mm -hmm. we need it. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Yeah. I'll share a verse that I shared with my daughter-in-law last week. Mm. She was having a hard time. Kids were just not behaving. (laughs) (laughs) We know how that goes. (laughs) Crying, you know. And so I just, I just shared uh, Galatians 6, 9, let us not grow weary of doing Mm. good for Mm -hmm. in due season, we will reap if we do not give up. And Mm. I know as moms, it's easy to want to give up at times, Mm -hmm. but it's a 24 seven job Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh, weary. That's a good word for it. I think you're tired of doing laundry. You're tired of dishes dirty and Mm -hmm. correcting kids Mm -hmm. and (laughs) thinking through everything. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. uh, but if we, don't grow weary of doing what's right, what God commands us to do, what he wants us to do. Mm. We'll reap in due time. So mm. anyway, 
Yeah. That's my encouragement. Hang in there. Yeah. Yes, yes, that is you. good. It is tiring, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness. It feels like the same day every single day. Right? It's a <laughs> lot of repetition. Like, I, I feel like I told you this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Okay, let's go through this again. Okay, yeah. Romans 12 says. <laughs> like, didn't we just do this? Yes. Yep. But yes, don't grow weary. Yep. That's yes. good. Good yeah. one. Yeah. A verse that's been um, pretty important to me in the last couple of months, I would say is Psalm 139.23, just in working through the control and letting go of that control is search me, oh God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And in the LSB, it says my anxious thoughts, which Mm -hmm. I love that because that's control, right? That's Mm -hmm. like we have those thoughts that are anxious um, and see if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. It's just like that. It's that prayer of, you know, surrender to the Lord and just I feel like that's a daily thing. I'm daily needing to surrender my anxious thoughts, but then also my children to the Lord Mm -hmm. and, you know, try me and know me. I, you know, I want, I want to know you better Lord. And so, yeah, I just, that verse is just very special. Mm. Yeah, it's good. That is good. So as we're beginning to wrap up, what words of encouragement do we have for the moms behind us, maybe mm-hmm. even walking alongside us. How can we encourage the moms that are listening? Mm-hmm. What do you think? I don't have a ton of wisdom <laughs> to give as I'm still in it very much, but I think a couple things come to mind, but one of them for some reason is that every stage doesn't last forever. And, and not in the sense mm-hmm. that we're told so often that, you know, the days are, or the years are so short, it goes by so fast. Mm -hmm. And we know that, but in that, you know, I think in the really trying seasons of life of, you know, when the toddlers are in their (laughs) stages of just really wanting to show that they are independent now, Mm -hmm. or I feel like even with Hanks, I remember so specifically when Colin went back to work, like two weeks after, you know, I had mm-hmm. Hanks and I had just gotten done working full time. So I hadn't been home. And I just remember like sitting there being like, I can't believe that it's just me and him. He doesn't talk. He doesn't move. <laughs> and I'm like such a social person that I was just like, what am I even going to do? Like nobody's here. I remember thinking, how long until he starts talking? Like, <laughs> This is going to be forever. And I really thought that. And it's just, you know, it goes by in a blink and we all know that. But Mm -hmm. um, just even the trying stages that they're not going to last forever. And then Mm -hmm. you're going to be on to the next stage. Mm -hmm. And I love what you said, Alyssa, about I think so often we mourn stages, which in a sense is understandable because it's sad to see them not need Mm -hmm. you as much. Mm -hmm. But I've seen so many friends and just seeing Hanks go through the seasons that he has or the Mm -hmm. stages that he has that they're all so sweet in their Mm -hmm. own way. And so the infant stage is so sweet, but it's Mm -hmm. so sweet when they're playing games or when they're becoming your friends again, Mm -hmm. or you're having grandkids. Like I feel like we need to maybe celebrate that they're Mm -hmm. all so sweet. Mm -hmm. But I just think of um, the book suffering is never for nothing by Elizabeth Elliot, which Mm -hmm. I know wasn't in context to really what she was talking about in the book. But the takeaway from that was just to do the next thing. And mm-hmm. I think of that every mm-hmm. single day when it's just like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I'm so overwhelmed. You know, the stage is really hard. But 
I just love that simple takeaway of what can I do today? And it's Mm -hmm. just the next thing. It's the next thing for the next 10 minutes. It's the next thing for the next hour. Mm -hmm. And that God is faithful to just keep, if you just keep going, he's just Mm going to keep carrying you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's good. What else? I would say, I mean, I think I've said it multiple times about prayer, but um, just, and you've mentioned it too, praying for your kids and somebody, um, when my oldest was getting ready to go off to college, um, somebody said to me, they're like, so have you been praying about his roommate? Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, no. Adding do it I, to the list. Right. <laughs> I was like, do I need to be? Well, yeah, you want to be, you want to pray for the Lord to, you know, to give him a roommate that's, you know, a, a godly young man that, you know, will be there to encourage him and challenge him and all that. I was, I was so overwhelmed. I was oh. like, oh my goodness, there's so many. And then they, the, and the next question they asked me was, and are you praying for their spouse? Yeah. And I went, uh, <laughs> not yet, but I am, you know, and I'm starting just, right now. <laughs> right. Yes. And just, you know, uh, praying for friend groups and, you know, just, you know, thinking about, you know, your, your kids may be in kindergarten, mm-hmm. but are you praying for their future mm-hmm. and their future could be, you know, father, give them, you know, a, a good, you know, God fearing friend mm-hmm. in their grade, you know, or another family that can, you know, kind of walk beside us or whatever, but praying for your kid's future to me that uh, when that person had asked me that I was like, wow, this is like, you know, rocket science. Why didn't I think about this before, you know, but that mm. it really is so important, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so we've made that a habit now for even our other kids, you know, praying for their future, you know, looking ahead to the next year, to the next few months, whatever. Um, but then also I did mention praying for your kids to have trials in your home. Mm. Um, we've seen all of our children go through a significant trials within our home. And that is just a, an opportunity to walk with alongside them, but being able to point them to truth. Mm. You know, if, if they don't experience trial within your home, where, you know, everything's just easy street and they get off and out into the, you know, the big, big world out there and start to experience trials. Who knows who, what will be spoken into their lives and who will speak it. Mm-hmm. So while, like you said, we don't want to have our children suffer or struggle or whatever, but being able to walk alongside with them and speak truth into their lives when they're in our homes is crucial so mm-hmm. yeah even just praying for that it's, it probably sounds mean I'm praying for my child to have struggles <laughs> but it really is oh, loving is. Um, just because of the result of what you can do with that so yeah that's really great D you've got great wisdom for <laughs> us I know it's coming <laughs> you know probably the overarching thing that I think of would be to be vigilant and to be watchful mm-hmm listen to their hearts to see where they're at. You know, it's not always just what they say. Mm -hmm. It's the body language. It's the eye contact. It's what they're listening to, how they respond. Um, You know, and and just not lecturing them. I think, especially for me, it was easy to do that. I I, I make a pretty good Holy Spirit. I can see what they should be saying, you know, that kind of stuff. But they kind of need to do that themselves mm-hmm. and you need to draw them out mm-hmm. and you have to kind of watch for the right time, especially with boys. I think mm-hmm. that's really true. Um, but one thing we did um, was uh, as this is high school age, but our kids were in youth group on Sunday nights. And so when they came home, mm-hmm. we'd sit together 
and go through our schedules as a family. And then we just pray together as a family. And mm-hmm. it was surprising what you'd hear, what was on their hearts mm-hmm. when, you know, you'd ask, well, what can we pray for you? Or, mm-hmm. you know, they'd pray it. So anyway, it was always really a sweet time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, you know, just a reminder, kind of like you said, Alice, we mm-hmm. aren't there to make, to make sure they never make a mistake. Mm-hmm. We're just there to help them learn to pick themselves up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's kind of what following the Lord is all about too. You know, yeah. we pick ourselves up and, if we don't, we, <laughs> we're in for a world of hurt. And mm. Um, mm. so, and we're just there to demonstrate God's character, I guess, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as That's imperfect great. as it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember yeah. nights when my kids would go to bed and they'd go to sleep and I just go in there and pray and think, Lord, cover this with grace. Cause it was an awful day. Mm. Oh, I was an awful yes. mom, you know? So mm. anyway, God is faithful. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anyway, mm. yeah. That's, those are good words. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the only thing I'm going to add to this conversation is I would encourage the moms that are listening to mother in community. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of the point of having all of you on the podcast today is, mm-hmm. um, you know, mother, mother alongside those friends that are headed in the same direction as you, mm-hmm. um, pointing their kids to Jesus, like get alongside those friends, hang out with them, have a play mm-hmm. date, chat with them, Marco Polo, whatever it looks like. Um, but then also find those moms that are ahead and behind mm-hmm. and, and talk to them. We need real life. Marco Polo is not real, but it is face to face in a way, you know, but we need those face to face people and conversations. And, um, I see a lot of, um, moms that will, you know, post a question on social media and say, what do I do about this with my kid? Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a lot of opinions out there on everything from, you know, potty training to, mm-hmm. you know, other bigger, harder questions. Um, and everybody's got, you know, things that their, their way is the way you should do it. And everybody's mm-hmm. got a really strong opinion on all of the things. Um, but I think the best thing we can do is, Get a real life mom <laughs> that can sit in your living room mm-hmm. and watch you with your kids and you can watch them with their kids and ask them those questions mm-hmm. because they are going to know you way better than anybody on the internet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they can, they can speak into your life in a way that, you know, mm-hmm. someone virtually can tell you some great ideas, mm-hmm. but if there may be things that won't work for your child or for you or in your house or with your life and the, your schedule and whatever it is. Um, we just need those real life people and we need the people ahead of us to tell us that it's going to be okay. Yeah. D has been one of those people in my life that she was in our small group for several years. And it was just such a joy to have people that were ahead of us and say, you know what? You're going to be all right. Mm-hmm. You know, God is faithful. And mm-hmm. many times she and her husband would say that to us, like, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, just trust the Lord. And we need that. But then also we need to be encouraging those that are behind us. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all older than somebody. And mm-hmm. so encouraging them and pointing, pointing our friends in that community to Jesus and finding the people that will point us to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really important. So, Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thanks for being the community today on the podcast. Um, and our last question is always, what resources would you recommend to the moms that are listening? Mm-hmm. Any favorites? I've enjoyed going through the Come Walk With Me uh, book by Carol Mayhall. Hmm. She um, actually, it was, um, I believe it was Jeannie Thomas that went through that book with me to begin with. Um, and I've walked through that book with other moms as well. And it, it's just a great book. I mean, it's, yeah, I don't know. It just kind of takes you back to the basics, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a book that you would go through with 
with someone else. It's not, mm. I mean, you could do it by yourself, but sure. the whole point is, yeah, either being mentored by someone or mentoring someone um, with that book. Um, and I would also highly recommend Gospel Treason by mm. Brad Vigney. Mm-hmm. What a great book. I've gone through it a couple of times and it's always very good helping yeah. you to identify those idols. And He's great. Mm-hmm. It's painful. It's We're doing painful. it with our small group right yes. now. It's really painful, but yes. it's good. It's good. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. And that's for any stage, you know, motherhood or not. Mm-hmm. That's oof, We've all got idols, don't yep. we? Yep. 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 Any other resources? Um, I am going through the book right now, Devoted. That's The Great mm-hmm. Men and Their Godly Moms by mm-hmm. Tim Challies, I think mm-hmm. is how you say the last name. Um, and that's just such a good reminder to see like what roles moms play mm-hmm. in their kids' lives mm-hmm. and just the impact that these mothers had on their sons even so many years later into their adult life and, mm-hmm. you know, when they're having their own children. And so that's just been a really kind of eye-opening and encouragement to me to really take the time, even when you're tired, even when you're, you know, not wanting to maybe. And then the second one is just getting a reading plan for my Bible has just been so Mm. important for me because Mm -hmm. I feel like when I was just trying to go through, kind of come up with my own or I'll start Mm -hmm. here and then I'll move to this next book, I found myself skipping a lot of days because I didn't really have any direction on what I was going to do next. So I'd finish one and then I couldn't think of what to do next. So for the last couple of years, they have a couple different reading plans, but I just follow the a Bible a day. Mm-hmm. And it's just been amazing because mm-hmm. it, it makes me look forward to it. I can stay on track with it. Mm-hmm. It tells me what to do next. And that's yeah. just what I need in this mm-hmm. stage. Just tell me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To do. You don't have enough brain space yeah, to no, come up with it on right. your own. That's okay. Yes. And you found a solution. Yes. I love it. And yeah. so it's helped me be, you know, just diligent with it. And so definitely if you're mm-hmm. busy and needing direction, just stick with a plan. Mm-hmm. That's good. I thought of a couple. Um, one is the book Treasuring Christ When Your Hands Are Full. Mm. Um, especially, especially when you've got little guys, but even this school age kids, you know, our hands are full and it's a short book, (laughs) so I can definitely (laughs) recommend it to moms Mm -hmm. that are busy. I know there's not a lot of time to read, but, um, and the author's Gloria Furman and she has other really great gospel centered books. So that one's, that's when I highly recommend and have read through with some other moms before too. Um, if reading is not your thing, um, Risen Motherhood podcast is one of my favorites to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, really gospel centered and hopeful, mm-hmm. um, uh, centered on motherhood, obviously. And then the last thing I would say is music. <laughs> so I we play a lot of Seeds Family Worship in our house mm-hmm. um, or Slugs and Bugs, um, and they're both artists that put music to scripture. Mm -hmm. And so it's a way like it's kids music, but it's not like annoying kids music. (laughs) There's some silly songs in there too, but, um, for the most part, you know, it's not, not that annoying baby shark kind of song Um, (laughs) and, and it's scripture. And so as we're listening and having fun and enjoying the music, we're getting truth in our Mm -hmm. ears. And, um, I started that when my girls were little and, it was just a way like I could play something for them, but it was really for me <laughs> that mm-hmm. I needed truth. And that was an easy way to get truth into my ears um, mm-hmm. just by playing the music. So yeah. those are some of my favorites. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Parenting Podcast. Um, there's a resource right there listening to this <laughs> podcast. Thanks for being a listener. Um, and thanks, Jen and Allison D for being on the podcast today. 
We'll provide links to these resources um, in the show notes. And next month will be a dad's only episode. The husbands of these lovely ladies will be on the podcast um, with Jared. So we're really excited about that. You'll get to hear from them. Um, And if you, as always, if you have a topic or a question that you would like us to cover in a future episode, we'd love to hear from you. Um, And just knowing that you listen and you've been challenged or encouraged is an encouragement to us. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why we're doing this. So we love to hear from you. Thanks for joining us.